Hey y'all, I'm Candace Van Y. I'm an entrepreneur, and today I just want to complain. Okay, so today is going to be me complaining, like I said, but when I first conceptualized this podcast, I really wanted to start it off with gratitude because to be honest, that's how I start each and every day. And I'm still going to do the gratitude for this episode. After this, it's definitely going to turn into a, wow, can this bitch stop complaining? Does she even like her life type of episode? But, you know, before that, I'm just going to, I'm going to try to have some good vibes, some good energy to maybe clear out all the trash I'm going to do later. That sounds right, right? That makes sense? No? Yeah? Okay. Let's just pretend it does. So (laughs) what am I grateful for today? To tell you that, I think I have to set the scene. Okay, so imagine waking up. You open your eyes to a fuzzy world and you say, I'm thankful for waking up today. Yep, that's right. Like I said before, I'm all zen and shit, even though I'm crazy. The two things can coexist. So anyway, you're awake, which of course means you have to pee. So you get out of bed and you walk to the bathroom, all while noticing, but also kind of not noticing that you really can't see any details. You're used to this, of course, because you've been wearing glasses since the fifth grade. But still, it's really annoying to be this blind. Well, okay. Not as annoying as actually being blind, so I'm going to walk that back, but y'all know what I mean, right? Anyway, you go into the bathroom to handle your business, and while you're sitting there, you start feeling such a great sense of gratitude because even though you can't see right now, you're about to wash your hands and put contacts in. You're going to be able to see without glasses, and you'll have peripheral vision, which is not something to take lightly. So, yeah. Today, I'm grateful for contacts. I don't know who invented them, when people started wearing them, or how I even convinced my parents to get me contacts in the 10th grade, but I'm thankful because since wearing contacts, you know, your girl started getting chose out here. You know what I'm saying? I don't have something on my face all day. And I just, I like just not being able to feel them. Like, did you ever think about that? Any contact wearers listening to this? Like, it's crazy that we put something in our eyes every morning that we literally just can't feel. It's No, 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 no. It's freaking me out now that I'm thinking about it. So let's just change the subject. Today, I'm grateful for contacts and hopefully in the future, I'll be grateful for LASIK. You know, insurance won't cover it. So your girl's saving up. But that's another episode. Okay, so complaining. What do I have to complain about? Well, shit, it's probably easier to say what you don't have to complain about. That's true, but we're here to complain, okay? Be quiet with all that shit. So yeah, my first complaint is that last week, my bank decided that I'm an internet gambler. To be fair, (laughs) I am in the first year of business, so technically I'm gambling, and if I sell something through the internet, technically, you know what I'm saying, is an entrepreneurship, and it's just a gamble. But I kind of don't think that's what my bank was talking about. Or at least I hope it wasn't because I had to sign a bunch of paperwork saying that I'm not a gambler. 
And that really just got me thinking, how crazy is it that my account is so ridiculous that the bank said, Nah, this bitch is doing something shady. Let's freeze her accounts. Basically, I woke up one day to a bunch of emails that payments had bounced and my one employee was wondering why I didn't pay her, which can we just shout out to her because I was supposed to pay her like three days before that (laughs) and she waited to tell me, which is crazy. And let me tell y'all something. I pay her like clockwork. So when I got the text, I was really confused. Just like, um, yeah, I did. And then, you know, logged into the bank, realized, you know, I had some voicemails from the bank and it was crazy. And the part that really killed me is they didn't really even tell me what was happening. That was what really threw me. So of course I immediately put on my best mama on the way to see her kid at the school for acting up outfit on to go to the bank and see why they had me effed up okay so I get there go to the ATM can't use the ATM go to you know like the teller the teller's like no girl you don't have to talk to a banker I don't even know so I finally sit down with the banker who said girl you know this bank is the feds which honestly is true I'd heard that so many times but I feel like it doesn't really hit home until it's your account they're messing with. She felt really bad, but she literally couldn't unlock my account until I did a bunch of crap. So anyways, I got it handled, but they had my account locked for a while because even though I did it that day, the girl messed up the paperwork. I had to go back. It was like a whole thing that essentially, like I couldn't really do anything with my business bank account for a week. And let me just tell y'all something. I use Asana. I use Asana because if I don't use Asana, I will literally never get anything done. And I have a lot of people on my Asana account. And do y'all know that Asana broadcasts your non-paying ass to everyone on your account? Like, Asana, you ain't got to make me look like I don't have $35 in front of every damn body, okay? I mean, shit, I've been in a position where I don't have $35 before. So, you know, I'm saying I'm not trying to even be shady because, listen, we could all get back to that place. Right. But even then, even if I didn't have thirty five dollars, I really need Asana to be cool. Damn. So, yeah, I'm mad that between members at my co-working space paying different membership amounts and the fact that I do move money around like a gambler, I got flagged by my bank. I get why they had to be cautious. I mean, I'm good for covering my own behind as well. But damn, they really are the feds. The next thing that I want to complain about is the lack of respect people have for black women who own businesses. Now, if you're listening and you're not a black woman and you're like, well, shit, they don't respect me either. That's fine. I'm going to need you to get your own podcast to complain because I can only complain about, you know, the perspective that I am living from. And as a black woman, I run into a lot of people who take me as a joke. And since they generally do it in a professional environment or when I'm at work, that means I can't fight them. And it's really becoming draining. You know what I'm saying? It's really making me wish like I was in high school or elementary school or somewhere and could slap the crap out of these people. But you know, mm, but God is working on me, you know? So anyways, (laughs) I am so annoyed with people trying to take advantage of me because I want to help people 
like low key threatening to put me on blast if I don't give them every discount or every free thing. And I do feel like I did it to myself to a degree because I am so open and because I have, you know, talked about my passion for helping people and stuff, but it's really getting out of hand. Do y'all know that a girl and her friend who might be one of your favorite internet entrepreneurs, I don't know, got mad at me for charging them for set up and breakdown at my space, even though I gave them over 50% off the price of renting the space. Like I am flabbergasted. Literally, I don't know another word to use. I have to say flabbergasted. How are you going to be mad at me for charging you for event setup and breakdown? Have you ever done business before? Do you know how event spaces work? Like, what would you do this to a white person that you were renting from? Y'all, I was so ready to go in. Like, I was about to promote the hell out of their event. I was going above and beyond to buy stuff, to set the mood for their event and everything. But if that's how you're going to access, you don't have to be here. Like, I was too through. It really, really upset me because I was just like, what more do y'all want? Like, dang. Beyond that, though, people have stolen from my space. And to be honest, I think what upsets me the most about the stealing is that it's always dumb stuff. Like, they don't steal serious shit. Somebody stole a trash can. Another person stole a candle. Someone actually tried to take my sweater off the coat rack. We have a little coat rack in here because some of us are always cold. And so we just, you know, have sweaters to wear. I literally had to chase this girl outside like, sis, um, that's mine. (laughs) And speaking of that, I'm also tired of people disrespecting my stuff. Like, y'all, somebody burnt my table. One of my tables was broken. And to be fair, that was an accident. But still, people leave the kitchen looking a hot mess and almost nobody wipes up after themselves when they eat. And I just want to know who raised y'all. Like, I even had to instate a rule that, you know, people cannot wash dishes. You have to use the dishwasher because, whew, in the first week, I realized that, you know, some of us didn't have a grandma who stood behind us while we were washing dishes and wouldn't let us go until the plastic Tupperware was squeaky clean. You know what I'm talking about? When they made you rub your fingers on it, they inspected the forks to make sure it wasn't no food on it. My grandma, my aunts, and my mama wasn't having it, Okay. You was going to wash dishes right, period. And I'm thankful for those lessons now. Hated it back then, but shout out to them. (sighs) I think my final complaint today is about how hard it is to build a business as someone who doesn't come from money and how hard it is to build a team when your budget is small. Oh, so you ain't trying to pay folks. (laughs) I knew it. Nah, for real, y'all. It's not like I'm not trying to pay, folks. I do pay. Sounds like a lie. You are a Gemini. I do pay. But a lot of times people come to me like, hey, Candace, I love what you're doing and I want to help. Now, someone is only going to do that if they feel like they can get something out of working with me. And I'm okay with that. Use me. I love collaborating with other creatives, especially on projects that are fun. So not necessarily on my business, but on creating content like this podcast or fun videos or photo shoots. Um, I always think that's fun. And I really just don't even like attaching too much stress to that because then the fun is taken away. Right. 
But what I hate dealing with is people who say they want to collaborate or barter services and then they don't deliver. Now, we're going to talk about what a fair barter or trade is. Don't worry, because I have a lot of thoughts on that. But you know what? Y'all, y'all will really see how easily I get off topic. So I'm going to go back to what I was saying before I go off tangent. (laughs) Anyway. I'm always down to barter services, and I think I always will be no matter where I am in my career, but I really hate when people say they want to barter or trade services or whatever the case may be, and then they give me subpar work or they don't show up or like you realize they don't even know what they're doing, and it's like, why? Like, why bother? Why waste my time? Don't tell me you want to make videos when you don't know how to use your camera. Don't ask to help edit when you have no idea what white balance is and you don't know what you're doing. Please leave me alone. Please. I am actually a busy person. And when I'm not busy, I like to sit on my couch and eat chips while I'm watching office reruns. And you're really messing up. Like you're messing up my whole night with this foolishness. I hate it. (sighs) So anyways, I've gone through that so many times this year and I am tired. I am tired of planning with people who don't match my work ethic and they don't take their craft seriously enough to practice and work at it on their own. I'm tired of not even understanding my own limitations because I can't sit here and complain about other people and act like, for instance, I'm perfect because I am not. One of the things I had to learn how to do today or not even today, child, this year is learn how to be a good boss. And you know what? I'm going to talk about that on another on another podcast. But yeah, I'm not perfect. I don't expect perfection. I just expect competence. I don't know. What do y'all think? All right. Okay. Now I've gotten some stuff off my chest. So we're just going to talk about things that are going on in the internet and in my life. So yeah, I recently went to CurlFest. This was the first time that I was able to go to CurlFest because usually it's held in New York and I was on the West Coast until very recently. But now that I live in Atlanta and CurlFest was in Atlanta, I knew I wanted to go check it out. Now, I'll be honest with y'all and I went to just, you know, be around black women, see everybody who was there, photo ops and all that. But I also went just to be nosy because I really wanted to see what CurlFest was like and the activations they had and the type of vendors they have. I'm obviously a nerd. um, And, you know, I'm always just interested in this, especially when black people are doing it. So when I went to CurlFest, I was very aware of like the back end stuff, the stuff that maybe uh, somebody who is just there to have fun wouldn't notice. And I was very, very impressed Um, I was impressed with vendors that they had. Um, I really enjoyed like all the people who had booths and stuff like that. Like they had some bigger companies like um, Chase and Target who had some really cool activations. And then, you know, you had your smaller business owners who had a little something, something with their budget. Um, And I was able to buy tons and tons of stuff. Like I spent so much money. I literally couldn't help myself. Um, It was a good time. The day after CurlFest, I actually went to um, a small brunch put on by Exo Nicole, and I was able to meet the founders of CurlFest. And after meeting them and hearing their story and actually having, you know, some conversations with them, um, I think I spoke with three of the five founders. I was blown away and I got their information. I'm like, no, I need to talk to (laughs) y'all. I need to work with y'all. Y'all are amazing. But I always think that in business, it's it's better 
it seems when you can have some business partners. So like there's five of them that put on Curl Fest. And when you listen to each person's job and why they they do what they do, it just seems to make so much sense to partner with people and to do business with people. But I have found that a lot of people don't like to collaborate or to go into business with people. Um, Some of you listening may know that I did get a co-founder for Brown Girl Bloggers this year, and it literally made all the difference. We have made way more money with it this year than I ever did on my own. And, you know, having somebody else to see the highs and the lows with you is really good. And um, I just think being around them, number one, it inspired me. After I left that brunch, I was so inspired. I went right home and just started working. But it also really, really made me realize that I like doing business with a business partner, maybe two. Girl, I was like, how do y'all do it with five? And they have their system and it works for them. And that's great. But yeah, um, if you have a business idea or something and you've been struggling, like especially if you know there are things you need to be successful, but you don't know how to do them. I definitely think you should get a business partner. I don't know a lot about investors and stuff like that. I'm very wary, but all that stuff just seems to make sense. And when I was looking into a lot of the people that I look up to, I noticed that a lot of them had business partners. So that's just a very random thing that I have been thinking about. But yeah, business is sometimes better with friends. Oh no, you know what? Scratch that. Not friends because you don't need to be friends with your business partner. You need They need to be competent and match your work ethic, I think. So yeah. What else? Um, oh, this thing with the, what's that Rainbow Rapper's name? Um, Takashi, Takashi69 and him snitching on people. That has been a big thing around the internet for like, you know, the last week or so. And it is really tripping me out that grown adults... <laughs> are literally mad at this man for snitching. And I'm just like, look, if you are about to get real time, you would snitch too. And if you wouldn't snitch, you stupid. Listen, don't ever, ever, ever in your life do any type of criminal activity. I will snitch on you so fast. I will snitch on you for a chocolate chip cookie. Don't do it. Listen, I'm not going to jail and I'm not going to prison for nobody, nobody. It really was tripping me out. I expect that from children. I expect that from like, you know, people who are in gang life or whatever. But the fact that it's like adults with regular jobs who are just like, ah, I can't even believe he snitched. Like you can't really. So you wouldn't. So you're going to go, you're going to go to prison. I don't think so. Now, I don't know what he's going to do after all his snitching. That's why I just don't hang out with people who do stuff like that, because I already know I'm a snitch and I'm not trying to die. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw that he might go into witness protection program and I'm just like, so how? Because he has hella tattoos. Like I know you can get tattoos and stuff removed. I don't know really the process or like I've always assumed if you get a tattoo removed, you'll have a scar or like a faint outline of the tattoo. But that's something I don't know anything about. I still just think it's pretty insane. Mm, What else? Ooh, I launched a new business um, maybe a month or so before this goes live. So yeah, Michelle, who is my business partner for Brown Girl Bloggers that I was talking about, we recently launched a branding studio called Branding Babes. And um, we just did it because both of us are 
entrepreneurs. I mean, obviously, but I'm really good at copywriting. I'm really good at like building websites and and design and all that stuff. And Michelle is really good at visual design, like um, creating logos and all that kind of stuff. So we just kind of felt like, hey, let's do this. Let's do something separate from Brown Girl Bloggers because Brown Girl Bloggers is its own thing. And we just couldn't figure out how to marry the two without it just being too much. So, so far we have clients. It's going really well. We get really excited about the projects and the people and the work. So I'm really, really grateful. I'm grateful that people are taking to it. Um, I was very nervous because of, you know, like when you're doing full branding services and things like that for people, you can't charge peanuts. Um, So I was worried about that, like, oh, are people going to pay or whatever the case may be? And I always worry every time I launch something new. But you know what? So far, so good. And I'm happy about that. Now, though, I do want to learn how to create apps and stuff. So that's actually something that I am working on on my own. Like I have this app idea, of course, because who doesn't have an app idea these days? And I'm just playing around with wireframing it right now. And then I think I'm going to do a boot camp or something just to learn. I think building a website and building an app, they're not the same. I also haven't even started to like look into what it would take. But I feel like I can at least come up with the first version of it. And if not, you know, I don't know about hiring somebody for this idea because it's just for fun. But I might, you know, you know me. I love a good project. Always doing something behind the scenes. Um, What else is on my mind? Hmm. Hair products because I just went to Curl Fest. I got so many free products that I literally don't have to buy hair products. Like, I don't even know when I would have to buy them again. Years. (laughs) And I get free stuff a lot of times anyways just because of brown girl bloggers. But... It's really fun to me to try new brands and stuff. But yeah, I just went through like a portion of the hair stuff that I have. And I was just like, Candace, do not buy any more hair products, which is kind of sad because Tracy Ellis Ross did just launch a new hair care line. I'm very interested in it. Um, I'm kind of interested in trying it. You know, like I just said, it's not like I can do too much with that because I have a lot of stuff. And also, I'm not really an early adopter when it comes to hair products all the time. Technically, I get products pre-launch because of Brown Girl Bloggers, right? And so technically, I guess, okay, yeah, I'm an early adopter for for certain things. But for this, I'm just kind of waiting to see what the reviews say. And I just want to let y'all spend y'all's money first and guide my purchasing decision. And the only thing that I'm really, really gung-ho to try is the conditioner because conditioner is my favorite hair product. Conditioners, deep conditioners, hair masks, things that add moisture to my hair because my hair is extremely dry, like the driest type of hair that you can have. Um, And so... I want to try it because I like that she did three types of conditioner, which I don't remember ever seeing before. I love that. Um, People were saying that you can refill the um, travel size bottles, which is really helpful when you travel a lot, which I go through phases where I'm traveling a lot and then phases where I never leave my house. So I'm just going to see what happens. If I'm in Ulta and I happen to pass by a display, then, you know, you never know. I shouldn't, but I do a lot of stuff I shouldn't do. Hmm, oh, you know what's something that I just <laughs> want to complain about? I said I was done with complaining, but 
why do grown people get annoyed with movie remakes? Like the remakes that are for kids or for a newer generation. I have literally never understood that. Like, okay, yes, we are all, all tired of remakes. And there are so many amazing creatives with new, fresh ideas, and they definitely deserve a chance. I'm not saying that at all, but remakes have always been a thing and they're always going to be a thing. Like, for instance, I saw a lot of adults being mad about the house party remake and being like, oh, they're never going to recreate the magic and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, duh, duh, it's not for you. This remake is for a new generation. It's for kids that are, I, I don't know what age, high school, maybe early college aged kids. They have different dances than the first house party, different music, a different way of doing things. Of course, it won't be the magic of the house parties that we had, but it's going to be its own magic for a new generation, unless, of course, it bombs. But if you think about it, like I look at Disney Channel right now and I see the shows on there and I'm just like, this is the lamest crap I've ever seen. And I can guarantee you that when I used to watch Disney Channel, my parents were looking at that like, wow, this is the lamest things I've ever seen. It's going to be lame to us, y'all. Like I watch Halloween Town every single Halloween and now I'm older and I realize it's really, really bad. But the nostalgia, you know, and that's what these remakes are going to be for kids coming up. So stop being an annoying person who won't let people enjoy things and just be quiet about the remakes, okay? Which actually leads me to maybe one other thing that I want to talk about today. And it's another business topic. Um, I thought I was going to be done with that, but I mean, I run a business and I work constantly. I run two businesses. I run three businesses and I have a bunch of little side projects. So work is life for me right now. And I'm okay with that. You know, like it's fun and I don't really like being out all the time. Like I went out every single day last weekend and I'm still recovering and it's Wednesday. I don't know. I don't know how y'all do that. But anyways, see what I mean when I said I, I'd get off topic? That's not even what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about people who get mad that their friends and family won't quote unquote support their business, right? Your friends and your family, they are not your clients or your customers. Like, I don't know why that is such a hard concept to grasp. I have never asked my family or my friends to buy stuff from me. Like, if you see what I'm doing and you come to me, you're like, hey, Candace, I want to, you know, be a member of your co-working space or I want to get you to build my website. That's one thing. But I don't get mad at the fact that they don't do that. That's crazy to me. Why? Do you know what I mean? Like people will say, oh, well, y'all can go out to eat or y'all can do this and that, but y'all won't purchase from my business. And I'm thinking, okay, because that's their priorities. Their priorities are to eat. They don't want to buy eyelashes. Their priorities maybe is to get their nails done instead of buying your course or your ebook that they don't even need because they're not even trying to do whatever you're selling. Like, let it go. Stop ruining relationships over something that should be completely separate. And that is kind of why I don't like those MLM um, companies. And there are people in my family who have them. And thankfully, none of them have really, like, really pressured me. 
But I did have a high school classmate like contact me on Facebook out of the blue and I was really excited like, oh, hey, how's everything going? You have a you know wife and kids or whatever now. And it turns out he was just trying to sell me some insurance or vacations or something. I was just like, if you don't, did I ever give you any indication? You're wasting your time at that point because you just went through all this to talk to me and I'm not even a viable like contact. It's very, 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 very annoying. You just need to remember that just like you have priorities, your friends and your family have priorities. Now, of course, it would be nice if they, for instance, posted about your business, right? But I can't, I truly cannot understand the entitlement of thinking that they should. Like, what is it that you just feel entitled to other people's social media or conversations or whatever, right? For one, if that person also has their own brand, maybe what you're doing doesn't fit in. Secondly, they might just not like to promote stuff. Like most of our families and friends, especially those with just regular careers or whatever, they don't promote junk on their social media. They put pictures of their kids and their dinner. Um, obviously this is a subject I could go on and on about, but essentially y'all get on my nerves. Essentially I'm annoyed and essentially what is new. So yeah, (laughs) I think I'm going to leave it right there because y'all don't know this, but your girl can talk, which is why this podcast is called Candace talks about everything. And, um, I guess if you made it this far, I just will tell you what you can expect from this podcast, which is nothing. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. I want to use the tagline, a podcast about nothing, but I wonder, can I get sued for that? Hmm. Anyway, what I mean by that is that every episode will be different. Like sometimes I'll do like the beginning of this episode where I just, you know, have sound effects and tell little stories and stuff like that. Sometimes I'll interview people. Sometimes I'll get on here and just chat like I just did. I think I'll solicit questions and stuff like that. I might do podcasts around certain topics. It just depends on what I feel like during that week. I will be releasing the podcasts on Mondays or Tuesdays, TBH and or either or. (laughs) I haven't decided yet. But what I will do is just commit to doing this every week because number one, it's fun to me. I enjoy doing it. And number two, I need to practice being consistent. Um, It's interesting because, yes, I run businesses and obviously that takes some level of consistency, but I'm really good at being consistent with the things that I have no choice to be consistent about and then letting everything else fall to the wayside. And that's not a really good way to be. That's not a way to reach all your goals. That's not a way to level up. And I am in a season of leveling up. I'm in a season of change. My career is doing a lot of different things right now. And I I want to do more for myself. You know what I mean? I want to do this for me, not for any outside sources or any other people, but just because I believe it is what I should do. So... I hope you enjoy this podcast at least a little bit. I hope you tune in for the next episode, which will be next week. And I will talk to y'all later. Bye.